Hello, my friends, and welcome to another Cup of Joe podcast on this beautiful Wednesday, June 30th. Uh, June, we hardly knew ye, uh, and, uh, and July is around the corner. But uh, wherever you are, whenever you are listening to this, I wish you God's grace and God's goodness. Uh, I've got someone sitting across the table from me. She's trying to chew very quietly. Do you want to introduce yourself, young lady? Hello, I'm Bridget, the one chewing quietly. <laughs> chewing quietly, but uh, enjoying her peanut butter toast on this uh, this morning. So I might invite uh, Bridgie into a, a comment if she raises her hand. Now she's studying to be a music teacher uh, somewhere along the line. So perhaps she could sing a note or two for us before uh, before we're all finished here. Hey, I know yesterday's podcast was like super long. I got into talking about Peter and talking about Paul. We'll try to keep today's pretty brief, but it's a it's a wonderful story. Let's break it open. We're going to continue through Matthew chapter 8, uh, verses 28 to 34. So let's break open God's Word together. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus came to the territory of the Gadarenes... Two demoniacs who were coming from the tombs met him. They were so savage that no one could travel by that road. They cried out, What have you to do with us, Son of God? Have you come here to torment torment us before the appointed time? Some distance away, a herd of many swine was feeding. The demons pleaded with him, If you drive us out, Send us into that herd of swine. And he said to them, Go then. They came out and entered the swine, and the whole herd rushed down the steep bank into the sea where they were drowned. The swine herds ran away, and when they came to the town, they reported everything, including what had happened to the demoniacs. Thereupon the whole town came out to meet Jesus, and when they saw him, They begged him to leave their district. My friends, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So, Bridgie, first time you've heard the gospel this morning. Um, Any initial thoughts just as to what we just heard? Yeah, actually, um, my initial thoughts are actually connecting to the work I've done with prison ministry lately. Tell me more about that. Um, So just thinking about the demoniacs and how everyone was just scared to to be by them Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it wasn't safe to walk by them and thinking how lonely of a life that must be and how Mm. they said, what could Christ have to do with us? Mm. And um, that just really hit home for me, especially with the work that we're doing with prison ministry right now and how um, people are just outcasted for maybe being seemingly dangerous or or something of this sort. But... um, all needing God's mercy and love. What a great thought. I am so glad you shared that. Um, how long have you been involved in prison ministry? Where is that coming from? What uh, What's going on within you that, that you wanted that to be a part of your life? Oh, that's a good question. Um, about probably a year that I've been really interested in it, but um, six months that I've been working um, in prison ministry pretty actively. Um, so I started doing pen pals recently with a prisoner in Arizona, which has been really exciting for me. Um, but also working at my school, University of St. Thomas, to um, implement prison ministry there. 
Um, and I actually took a class on heroes and heroism and what that means, and that's what really ignited my heart to start working in prison ministry and um, bring the word and God's love and mercy to, to everyone, especially the outcasted. Wow, that is a wonderful, one, it's a wonderful insight into exactly what's going on within the lonely life of these two demoniacs. Um, but two, uh, what great ministry and a challenge to us. So that's fantastic. Thank you for sharing. And that was all in the spur of the moment, by the way, brothers and sisters. She did not know in coming out here to eat her uh, peanut butter toast that uh, she was going to be uh, guest starring on the, the podcast today. A uh, couple of thoughts from, from my perspective, and then, and then we'll pray. But um, I love what we're, we're hearing today in this gospel. Okay, so Jesus is going to the territory of the Gadarenes. And the territory of the Gadarenes is pagan territory. It's Gentile territory. It's not Jewish. Why do we know that? Because there's a herd of swine that are there. They're tending uh, uh, pigs, which is in Jewish law an unclean animal. They, they couldn't eat pork, right? And so why would they have need for pork if they're... Um, if they were in Jewish territory. So, so Jesus is not afraid to reach out to those who are on the fringes. Why would Jesus go to Gentile territory unless he saw in some way that his ministry was to reach beyond the comfortable, to reach beyond those who were near him, those who were um, expected, perhaps, to hear the word of God? I mean, I think that goes with what, Bridgie, you were saying earlier, that who are those on the fringes of not only our lives, but our society that are lonely, that are waiting for us, that may not have heard the word of God, that, that invite us to get out of our comfort zone. And, and I think part of that invites us to vision. I, I mean, at some, and I'm going to ask you a question here again, Bridgie. At some level, where was that in your heart that said, I want to reach out to somebody like this? You could have reached out to a hundred different groups that are on the, the fringes of society. Was there something in your heart that said prisoners or prison ministry? That's that's where I wanna I wanna reach out and I wanna go into the territory of the Gadarenes and say how do I help uh, expel demons from what what their situation is? Um, that's a really good question. I think um, through this heroes class that I took, I think I realized that we feel like we have. Um, sort of justified reason to outcast prisoners and that we really don't need to include them mm -hmm. in the people that we show mercy and love to. And um, I just realized how, how lonely and isolating that is and how um, everyone needs to be showed God's mercy and love, especially those who we feel and maybe they feel um, they're justified in not being shown that mercy. I mean, it's it's that whole idea of of when we are weak, we are strong. I mean, those who are on the those edges, I mean, don't they need that grace even more? Isn't that exactly? Well, to use the words of Pope Francis, that the Eucharist is not a reward for the righteous; it is bread for sinners. It is, I mean, that that we're all in that sinner category and some of us feel that becomes our identity like these demoniacs or perhaps like those prisoners and we need to help them remember their true identity even more one other thing i'll mention here and then i'll uh, shuffle us off toward prayer um so again jesus is not afraid to go out there to those those edges those those fringe those those people who 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 he knows need it and and 
I think that takes active work on our part. It takes active contemplation. It takes active prayer. It takes, we need to be women and men of vision who say, okay, of sight. Who are those people? Where are those edges? Because, you know, we can go through life and not see them because we're comfortable. But the other part here is what happens, you know, uh, so they, they have the encounter, the demons and, uh, and Jesus have this encounter. They, they basically say, hey, if you're going to send us and expel us out of these, uh, these to the demonics, if you're going to throw us out there, put us in this herd of swine. So Jesus does that. Swine rush down the, the embankment, throw themselves into the sea. They're killed. The swine herds go into the town and tell them everything. And here's what the, the story says. The swine herds ran away. And when they came to the town, they reported everything, including what had happened to the demoniacs. It's an important line because he's saying, yeah, you guys, this guy's a miracle worker. He's throwing the, the demons out of those two demoniacs. They went into the pigs. They rushed into the sea. You've lost your investment, everything. All that money is gone. But oh, by the way, can I tell you? The demoniacs are no longer possessed. They're made new. This is wonderful. It's almost like burying the lead here in this story. And they missed it. They missed it. Because what happens is, thereupon the whole town came out to meet Jesus. And did they praise him? Did they say, this is fantastic? Um, look at who you are. Look at how you reached out to these members of society and you brought them in. Look what you did for them, how you made them new, how you invited them to, to know who they are in you. No. All they saw was their economic loss. And what did they do? They beg him to leave their district. They beg him to leave. Why? Because his presence was inconvenient. Um, okay, great. You, you, you've healed some people. But you know what? You hurt my pocketbook. Are there times that we fall into that uh, pattern? I, I suspect there are, and I don't think it's, it's nearly as dramatic as what we're seeing here of people being healed and, and made new and, and hundred swine being thrown in, off a cliff. Are there times that we're like, okay, I'm not going to bring Jesus to this part of my life because I'm not sure what these other people would say or these connections here. I'm going I'm to minimize that part of who I am because it's going to help me economically or it's going to help me advance or it's going to help me make connections or whatever it is over here. And it may not even be an economic issue. It may be an issue of, I don't want to be mocked over here. So I'm going to minimize him over here because it's going to be, I'm, I'm going to find out. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to think things are better. I'm going to make more connections. I'm going to, I'm going to have further right, to go in my profession or whatever it is over on this other side. I think that's, I think those are lessons that we can learn from our gospel today. Um, Jesus meets us in the middle of our mess. And those results may not be black and white, clear, that, oh, it's all wonderful and there's no ill. We may have to make choices that maybe hurt us on one level in saying yes to him on another level. And uh, I think that's what these townspeople uh, they were they were on the crucible. They were forced to make that decision, and they invited him to leave. Bridgie, before I go to prayer, any final thoughts on uh, on this gospel or what we've talked about today? Um, I I think I'm just ready for the prayer. I have some prayers to to ask God to open our hearts to go where we're uncomfortable, to show His mercy and love to all that that needed and are aching for it. 
Fantastic. Well, let's bring our prayer before God, shall we? And uh, we continue through our glorious mysteries today. So let's begin in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. The third glorious mystery, the descent of the Holy Spirit and Pentecost. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. Blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. O my Jesus, forgive us our sins, save us from the fires of hell. Lead all souls to heaven, especially those in most need of thy mercy. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Bridgie, thank you for joining us today. How wonderful that she decided to come out here and eat her breakfast. Uh, so blessings to all of you, my friends, and uh, we'll see you in July.